Hello everybody and welcome to series one episode six which is all about fulfilling our potential. So this is the final episode in the series and we've been on a journey together I think in this series that's really explored behind the scenes. We've looked at life, the world, our existence in terms of how it's made up, the component parts, the elements and how we sit within that. And we've looked at all of that, we've pieced together all of that to help us understand where we are, our position amongst it all. So today we're going to be looking at our potential within that environment, within within life, within our existence and understanding a bit more about what that might be. So we've We've already looked at the physical, energetic and light layers as a key theme throughout this series. We've looked at the possibilities of each of those layers and we have a better understanding now um, because of that. Today, we're looking at their potential. What I mean here is when you put all of those layers together and you use them every day to navigate life to navigate around the barriers and the hurdles and the difficulties and the challenges, but to attract and create the quality of life that you're looking to create. When you're navigating life, no matter what's being thrown at you and no matter what you're creating, the more tools that you have to help you navigate, as far as I would argue, the better. When you look at intuitive development and the benefits of this journey and what it can accomplish, what you can achieve from it, I think that's the key factor. It helps you in this day-to-day navigation of life. And no matter what your purpose, no matter what's going on around you, if you have all these tools that you're tapping into to get as much information, as detail as possible, to help you make those decisions and choices, to help you navigate towards your highest interests rather than away from it. If you have all those at your disposal, then surely you're accomplishing your potential in each and every moment And for me, that's what potential, I think, is all about. It's not about the final destination. People always talk about it being life's about the journey. And I'd agree. It's not about the destination. It's not about having this big, huge potential at the end of your journey. It's about navigating the journey, I think, to the best of your potential. And I think that in terms of the intuitive tools that we're going to be examining across all the series, across all the YouTube material, across everything that I'm going to be publishing, uh, the workshops and the courses, all of that, when you look at the intuitive toolkit, that for me is what it's all about. So what would we consider? What would I consider or argue as being your potential in any given moment, because it's a really good measure to help you understand the benefits of using the intuitive tools that are on offer. For me, potential is all about realising 
your highest interests, your own highest interests and those around you in any given moment through any choices or decisions or actions that you're taking or thinking about. Highest interest here is key. And I think that if you follow the rule of thumb, that in each and every case, when you're taking action and making decisions, if you make those towards your highest interests first, rather than others, those around you, those that matter around you, their highest interests will naturally follow. So when we're making choices and decisions, when we're at crossroads, when we're stuck, when we're about to take some action and we're considering and weighing up the options and in that given moment, we want to fulfil our potential in that decision. We don't want to make the wrong decision. We want to go and keep on the right track, on the right path, the one of least resistance, the one that's smoothest, the one that's not going to cause us as much difficulties. That's what intuitive tools are there for. It's not just about the physical tools and the physical reality and the physical radar and the physical senses. When we're tapping into the intuitive senses, into each of those layers, and we're receiving and sensing as much information about the situation as possible, about the people involved, about the event or circumstances involved, when we're analysing and interpreting and perceiving with all of that information at our disposal, then how can we go wrong? How can we not follow our highest interests in those in those cases? And I think for me, that really sums up our potential in any given moment. That's what sits behind it. They're the component parts that help us fulfil our potential in that moment. And perhaps you're using your intuitive radar and your physical radar to help others. Perhaps you're helping clients, perhaps you're helping animals, perhaps you're you're helping the greater picture, um, the environment, nature, and perhaps you're doing that day to day. And in any given moment, you can be interacting with others, with friends and family, with colleagues. You can be interacting, building relationships in any given moment. So how do you fulfill the potential in those situations in any given moment? So when you're reading the situation, the interaction, the conversation, the communication with your physical and intuitive radars, you've got a really deep perception of what's what's happening, of what's going on, how perhaps others are feeling, the emotions in a situation, the difficulties and challenges perhaps in a situation. Um, you're also realising and understanding the positive sides of the situation, the learning. When you can see any given interaction or situation in a really balanced way, you can see the 360 degree view of that situation, not just a flat view, but the deep rounded view from all angles. When you can see that and it's second nature and your senses are all working together as one, then you're able to work in highest interest, not only in other people's highest interests or animals' highest interests, but your own. And that for me is the potential of any given moment, of any given situation. 
And I think if you hold that intention, that intention to work in others' highest interests, to work in an animal's highest interest, to work in the world's or nature's highest interest or the environment's highest interest, when you hold those intentions strongly and you work in that way, then I think you have the potential to bring out and fulfil the potential of any given moment. But it's also important here to bring in the component part of free will. Free will, from all the years that I've been learning and developing my wisdom and knowledge and skills in this area with the intuitive development, intuitive radar, the intuitive toolkit, what's really sung through all those layers as a core importance is freedom, free will. And free will appears to be so important within the universe that when it's not adhered to, when it's not respected or considered, things seem to tip in the balance, in terms of balance, and things can go awry. So for that reason, included in the ability to work in your own highest interest, in other people's highest interest, I think it's really important to to have respect to free will, other people's free will, animals' free will, nature's free will. I think that's really important because I think it also naturally comes and brings about balance within you. If you can talk and interact with other people, if you can help others, your clients perhaps, um, respecting their free will, if you can coach and teach and share guidance and advice with people in a way that respects their free will, their freedom, then I think you hit the balance because you, you truly allow that person, that animal, the environment to make its own choice, to make its own decision and its own highest interests. And I think that's the ultimate of fulfilling our potential as beings of light and energy and physical matter. I think that's the ultimate in our potential in this space, in this existence that we live in. And no matter what information we receive back, when we're using our intuitive senses and our physical radar together, no matter what information we gather and perceive and interpret and get back, no matter what that is, it is down to the individual's choice, their own free will to make that decision, to make that choice in that moment. And that's what makes life interesting. You know, when we look at whether our lives are predetermined, that our purpose perhaps is predetermined, that our journey is predetermined, then in terms of the details in between key people that we might be travelling with, who I do think are predetermined, when we look at the details around the people that we travel with, then that is our freedom, our free will, our ability to come to this place with no memory of our existence and experience life with no memory of our existence is the ultimate 
in freedom and free will. And of course, there are people in life, there are organisations and businesses and, and governments that don't like us to have full free will, freedom. Um, there has to be control, they feel, because of the size of the population in the world to um, ascertain order, perhaps. And there are laws and rules and guidelines that govern life and perhaps restrict our freedoms to some degree. And that's true, yes. But when those rules and those laws are put in place in the highest interests of a population, of the freedoms of the people that live in that place, when that sits behind the placing of rules and laws and guidance, when that sits behind it, then you can feel and respect those laws and rules for what they are and why they're in place. One could say in that situation that they carry the right energy. They have the right intention. They're aligned with the right purpose. So where does an individual's purpose fit into all of this? You know, so far we're understanding the potentials of any given moment and the benefits of working with our intuitive and physical radars to achieve that, looking at gathering as much information as possible with them so we can make the choices and decisions that align with our highest interests and the highest interests of those that we're working with. So we've looked at all of that, but where does purpose fit into all of this? Here we really need to examine who we are again once more, looking at our wider existence and looking at how we fit into this picture. So living a physical life, as we all understand and realise, is not always easy. It can be a very difficult and challenging experience for, for everyone. And looking at the universe's law of freedom and free will, and perhaps looking at how these two tie in. We can consider for a moment, and I would argue, that we've made a decision at some point as a being of light to enter the physical. It's true in philosophy terms that beings of light seem to travel together. That's also what's known as a soul group. And although certain elements of our existence seem to be predetermined, our soul group, those that we travel with, perhaps those that we support and work in the high, their highest interests with. And the decision and choice to live a physical life in this world. When we look at those factors that sit behind the scenes, that sit within our existence, then how does our purpose fit into that? So it could be said in terms of philosophy here that we always have a reason for coming, a reason for choosing to have a physical life in alignment uh, with our freedoms and free will of choice and decision 
In philosophy terms, it could be said that we have a reason for being here, a purpose. And that purpose ultimately and generally contains learning. When we're looking at the wider philosophies here, and this is really fascinating, I think, when we're looking at the wider philosophies, it has been said that this planet provides a physical base for less dense energies to exist in a denser form, and that this physical existence on this planet was originally a an experiment and a process to try and convert light co-DNA into a denser material, into a more solid form. And that this planet, in fact, where we are born and where we die is very unusual because in other existences, in other forms, energy and light isn't born and doesn't die as it does here. Well, in a physical form anyway. So in philosophy terms, it's said that this planet provides us living in our fullest extent, provides a physical body where everything is touchable, is tangible in a much denser form, as dense as we can be. And that planets with this ability to live a physical life in this dense form are few and far between. And Living, being born and dying and reproducing in a physical form is also said to be uh, rare, unusual in the universe in which we live. So perhaps when we understand the greater universe around us and perhaps the experiences we might otherwise have in terms of our energy form and our light form, when we consider all that and the choice and decision to come to this place with a reason, with a purpose, with learning in mind. And then we start to learn and realise that, in fact, we have not just a physical radar and physical senses, we also have intuitive senses too that tap into our energy and our light to help us navigate the challenges and difficulties that the physical world can bring, but also to give us a quality of existence whilst we're here to help us fulfil the reason that we decided to come in the first place. When you put all of that together, all that glue, glue it all together and it makes sense. There's a logic, I feel, behind it. And I'd argue there's a logic behind all of this. When you look at intuitive development as a whole, everything's quite straightforward and quite simple it's very easy to piece together. It's very easy to understand. Nothing about it is complex at all. And that's what I love about it. So when you start to put all these philosophies too that sit behind the whys and the wherefores, when you start to understand perhaps the motivations and the drive to um, develop and learn and teach intuitively, when you understand all of that that sits behind it and the possibilities of life and the potentials here of life and our existence, when you start to look at all of that together, you start to realise your part, your role in, in amongst it and, and then really start to realise how precious life, physical life is and how precious our time 
and our space here and our friends and our family and our loved ones, how all of it is so precious. So when we put all of this together, we can now truly look at the series that we've journeyed together on and understand how much of a base now that now gives us to move forwards, to progress, to fulfil our potentials, to understand the learning, our purpose, to work in our highest interests and the highest interests of others. Now we can understand that the tools that we have to navigate all of that, that we can use, that are at all of our disposal, now we understand all of that. Isn't life exciting? Don't we want to get going now? What should we do next? So thank you so much, all of you, for joining me in this first series. I've really enjoyed sharing the philosophies and the theories and the the tools and the experience and knowledge that I've gleaned over the last 18 years that I've been intuitively connected and aware of my own radar. There are going to be many series to follow this, but first, before the others start to drop in, I'd love you to visit our YouTube channel. The YouTube channel that I've created is now up and running and subscribe to that YouTube channel so you get notified when new videos and new podcast recordings are landing. There's going to be so much on there, so much extra bonus exclusive videos and detail and practical self-help. In these podcasts, we've examined the theory and in the YouTube channel, we'll be examining the practical side of using everything step by step. So I hope you'll join me there. And uh, for now, um, I wish you um, a good day and see you again soon. Bye for now.